Hey, this is Rob K. Callie Alpert. We're on the street, the Rob and Callie Show. We're just wondering, Mary, what do the holidays mean to you? Well, the holidays mean to me is that being with um, special friends and family members and also sharing love and having peace of mind with a lot of things and donating to the poor. Hey, Miriam. I'm Rob. This is Callie. Hi, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Happy, Happy holidays. holidays. Thank you. So we're curious, what do the holidays mean to you? Um, family getting together. It's a time to just get off from work and just sit and have fun. And I have a 10-month-old, so I love any time I get home with him. So that's for me, it's just spending time with family. And this, this Christmas, it's his first. So it's even more special because I'll be home with him. That's great. Congratulations. Thank you. Joanne, do you want to tell us um, what, what do the holidays make you feel? Um, I think that they're very uplifting. I think that they do bring people together. Everybody's in high spirits. And, I mean, it's tough for a lot of people, too, as well. So it's good to be sympathetic to them because it's not, it's not always the happiest time for everybody. You, know, you never know what anybody's going through. So it's good to always keep that in mind. Yeah. We like the, compa- the compassion. That's good. It's important. And what's, what's your, your name? name? Ali. And what do you what do you think about the holidays? What's your relationship with the holidays? Christmas dinner is my favorite. Um, yeah, it, it just it just makes it it just makes it Christmas when you have a good dinner. What is it that why is Christmas dinner your favorite? Uh, dessert. Um, my mom does a nice rocky road and chocolate log. But for Maine, she does nice veg and ham. It makes it really homely. That's great. Now, I can tell by your accent, you're from Brooklyn, right? (laughs) Hey, everybody. Welcome to the holiday episode of The Rob and Callie Show. My name is Rob K. Happy holidays, Callie. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Oh, my gosh. We've been looking for excuses to sing since we launched, and we have it, finally. That's Legit right. excuse. Hi. It, it happens once in a while, and you got to sing during the holidays, right? Whether you like the holidays or <laughs> exactly. not, you're singing something. Exactly. <laughs> I was just thinking, no, do I? As I was actually walking here, I couldn't decide if I was in Grinch mode or if I was in holiday. Like, I'm some walking the line somewhere in between, so yeah. I guess we can pretend. We can just gratuitously sing and pretend we're in the spirit yeah well you know in new york city all the lights around so even if you're in a bad mood when you're walking around at night it is pretty festive and it's holiday-ish so is that okay. what it is no, just <laughs> yeah it's a new word i like it though um I do too. Callie and I are going to talk about the holidays. It's such a talk about a vast topic. This I is, know this is like the most vast time of the year. It's such a, a big part of the year for a lot of people, um, and I think the holidays mean something different to everybody. Um, you know, and so one thing I did was I looked up the definition of holiday. Oh, and I thought it meant like holy day, which I guess it also does. But the actual definition from Webster's was a day of festivity or recreation when no work is done. That's so, nice. Yeah. So I think that's a, a good way of looking at it. And um, I think that for me, the holidays over the years have sort of changed. When I was younger, it meant presents. And now... <laughs> Eight of them if you're celebrating Hanukkah. Right, right. And then as I've gotten older, it has a little more meaning. I just like the the sort of festival of it. I like the festive spirit I like all the lights around with whatever you're celebrating. I just think it's a, a very sort of positive time of year. It's the one time of year where I think people are usually trying to be in a good mood or to get into the holiday spirit and to get in touch with their spirit more as far as joy. And so that's one thing I appreciate about it. No pressure. 
Yeah, not at all. <laughs> now, if you can't do that, you're doing something wrong. <laughs> well, even outside, as we were just talking to some folks out um, out on the street before we started recording tonight, there was one guy who didn't want to talk to us. Be, oh, no, no, I'm kind of not in the mood this year and things aren't good. We're like, exactly. Yeah. We want the truth because the idea, and he didn't really feel like giving it up, so that's okay. Yeah. We wish him well. But um, it is a pressureful time. And I even saw an old friend of mine um, on Facebook the other day posted um, something that said, you know, please remember that at this time of year, while a lot of us are being jolly and you know festive and um, and celebrating that there's plenty of people that are not for a variety of different reasons and so and actually one woman on the street said that to us as well it's yeah. important to feel compassion and a sense of sensitivity that life continues to go on whether it's Christmas or not there's a lot of people um, thinking of one um, friend of mine in particular who's who has a lot of um, anniversaries of uh, death you know and anniversaries of loved ones passing around mm. this time of year mm. um, and so it's always really difficult for her even many years later to get past it so it's important to keep all of that in mind I think yeah definitely and what was interesting was how each person had a different vibe or feeling mm -hmm. or they were giving us a totally different mood about the holidays and one person's like I love it and the other person's like I hate it you know so <laughs> it was just so great because it it is sort of that time of year where people try and get into the spirit or they don't even want to get into the spirit but also like you said that um they try and remember how fortunate they are which is something that i try and do year round and especially around the holidays mm. um but yeah there is a lot of pressure you know the one thing that i can't believe is happening in the 21st century is on Thanksgiving how stores are opening and people are rushing from their Thanksgiving dinner over to buy stuff. And if George Carlin was still around, remember that, that yeah, Skitty yeah, used yeah, to do yeah, about stuff? It's like you need that stuff that badly. You're at your Thanksgiving dinner and you're having a nice meal and you got to run out to buy stuff. It makes no sense to me. And just the craziness and insanity over buying products for people I understand gift giving is important, it's special, it's meaningful, but I think that commercialism with that, I just don't understand it. Yeah, it's dangerous. It's uh, definitely um, kind of consumerism meets people that honor the holiday solely or mostly for religious reasons and then people that celebrate just because it's a nice reason to be with family and commemorate the symbolism of the holidays and the end of the year and coming together and not working so 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 hard at the you know as, as things sort of tamp down but yes i think the consumerism thing is really dangerous um i'm not a parent and I also don't um, celebrate Christmas by uh, culture. So for those two reasons, um, I'm not as familiar with the, I hate to say pressure, but I know a lot of people feel the pressure of doing right by Christmas, being properly prepared, buying the right amount of gifts and all those things. I love buying gifts for people. Um, I like doing it throughout the year, but I also can't imagine what it's like to have to do it to such a degree on command, coupled with the idea of having kids that are all comparing, you know, the types of sneakers they have and the types of technology they have to the kids down the street. It must be a very difficult thing to just sort of keep up with. Yeah. You know, how do you keep the spirit of things alive, life in general, and then, uh, you know, obviously the, the holidays, yeah. um, when you're combating the materialism and the consumerism aspect of it. Yeah. Well, one of the really cool things I've seen parents do 
is, um, and I remember I, when I used to work in catering, I did a dinner and I think it was a birthday party or no, it was a holiday party right around this time. And the family got all these gifts and then at the end of the night, and we were piling up all these gifts. And as caterers, we were looking around. We're like, wow, they're going to have a lot of gifts. Like, and I want to get in on that. I yeah. hope they walk away from their pile. They'll never notice. Well, and it's like they had kids. And it's like, you know, they probably were getting like a lot of different things. And then we found out at the end of the night that they were donating a lot of those to charity. Mm. And then also I've seen where birthday parties sometimes when a child has a big birthday party, they'll get so many gifts that the parents donate some of the gifts. Yeah, I've heard people um, using that uh, kind of model as well, and it is a nice opportunity. I'd like to think that it happens throughout the year. You know, it's kind of I'm sitting here half laughing in the back of my mind thinking it's the one part of the year where I'm feeling generous and kind. But ideally, you want to be that way throughout the, the course of the year. I also think it's worth addressing just the the emotional stresses of this. There's a bunch of them. There's the idea of being with family. Um, which a lot of people love and appreciate and other people have a hard time with. It's very natural that there's stuff and issues and different dynamics and different relationships. We have no idea what we're talking about I here. have no clue what you're talking about, Callie. We're going to have to discuss this off the air a little. You're going to have to explain this we concept to me. this off the air. A whole lot, believe me. Um, but I do think that uh, there's so many different levels to it. There's taking care of yourself and knowing what your boundaries are. There's finding compassion for people that otherwise you might not voluntarily be spending time with. Yeah. Um, and I think that it's trying to find that sort of balance so that you can really enjoy yourself and also dig deep and find the love for people that you might be in a room with or in a space with for, you know, a longer period of time than you would normally. Yeah. Um, and I think the other thing that's important to think about too, is just the, um, the pressure, the emotional facet to holidays the loneliness i think it can bring i know i i've definitely experienced this i even sometimes even now have a little bit of melancholy when i think about upcoming new years or whatever yeah um it's a mixed bag i think because uh, first of all society present it presents it in such a you know in a very specific joyous joyful way which it should be yeah um and yet that's not the reality for a lot of people people might not be feeling happy they might be feeling lonely they might not have anybody to spend it with they might feel the pressure of feeling it it's just not jibing with what's really going on in their hearts and minds and i think it's important to try to figure out a way to honor that as well yeah because otherwise it doesn't go anywhere it just gets harder to show up for these holiday celebrations yeah if you're burying all that yeah yeah. And you know, how's that for a downer for the holiday spirit show? So wah, wah, <laughs> happy holidays. No, but there are, there are a lot of things that I really like and, you know, just sort of there, you know, when I hear some songs on the radio or something, it does put me in a good mood, you know, cause I like some of the Christmas tunes and, you know, just the, some of the smells of food, mm. you know, different things in the air. Even when I walk past some of the Christmas trees me on the too. street, I stop and I smell them. And it's just so nice. It reminds me of my childhood, you know, just it was such a it's such a not innocent, but it was a, such a meaningful time in a way because it really represented winter and the fact that we were ending a year and starting a new year. I think one of the things that I really believe in is the idea of family. I like feeling a part of something and whether it's an actual biological family or we've talked about finding your own tribe, it's that kind of family. I really like a feeling of belonging. I, you know, when I go and visit my brother 
out in L.A. and I visit him and his family, they have a big dining room table in the kitchen. And when I go there and we eat, there's like a counter right by the kitchen where everybody sits. And I usually go and sit at the dining room table because I just like that feeling of sitting around the table together. And then people usually migrate over to the table with me because I just really like that feeling of feeling a part of and breaking bread together and, and eating together. So... I think that that's part of the holidays is finding your own sense of community, family, whatever it may be. And sometimes that doesn't happen. Sometimes you're alone. And I was thinking about um, exactly what you were talking about. Like, I've been thinking about, you know, what am I going to do around Christmas? What am I going to do around New Year's? And I haven't decided yet. And I was actually, because I'm single, I was thinking about just taking myself to a dinner, you know, which I never do. One thing I do not like to do is to like eat dinner at a bar in New York City. Like I know this is a thing that a lot of single people do. They'll go out to a restaurant, they'll sit at the bar and they eat. I, to me, I don't know. I maybe I just never got into the swing of that. Uh-huh. I just find it a little bit depressing. I'd rather be at home eating by myself, watching a game or something. I don't know. It's just me. So maybe this year I'll try and practice something different. But I think I'm going to take myself out to a nice dinner. I love turkey dinner. I love the stuffing and cranberry sauce and just mashed potatoes and just turkey. I love it all. So I may go out and just take myself to dinner. I'm, you know I'm cracking up because one of my t- all-time favorite pastimes, which I do constantly, is sit at bars and eat dinner and read my book and have a nice drink and talk to strangers. That's what makes this show work. <laughs> Maybe we're compliments of each other. Did you ever think about that? You know, I think you got a point there. <laughs> um, so, yes, that's why I'm, I'm, I'm chuckling. But I think that sounds lovely. I think it's a matter of finding, uh, you know, uh, the other, to your point, and maybe just taking it um, to another place, is that this is also a time of year, to, I, I think, to give yourself an excuse to enjoy yourself, to ramp down work, productivity, worrying about whatever money what you're gonna this is me now to personalize thinking about you know too much about next year and what i'm going to be doing to make things happen and manifest things that are have been in the works and paying the bills and all these things and i really caught myself the other day thinking you know what why don't i just do what everyone else is doing because i don't work you know when you're a kind of self-employed freelance person you don't um, celebrate the you know the line of delineation like December 19th to January 4th the world is off you know yeah. you're always kind of perpetually thinking and yeah. about you know the rest of your life it's always about the next gig it's that I call it the New York hustle yeah on some level and so I decided I'm going to just act like everyone else normal people with full-time regular jobs and just give myself permission to decompress and relax and not think so much about all of the practical matters of life. Yeah. And so, uh, and spend time in bars eating dinner. But the point is, it just has Maybe to Maybe I'll dinner. join you. <laughs> <laughs> you could pick the restaurant. Well, actually, last time we went out to dinner, I remember I wanted to sit at the bar and you're like, no, let's get a table. <laughs> so, uh, hey, everybody has their preferences. That's all good. That's cool. But I think the, the point of all this really, what's relevant is that it's about just finding a way to treat yourself well and giving yourself permission to do that even if it's not in the constructs of what everyone else says you have to do so you don't have the perfect family and the perfect table to break bread at go do something that feels nice for yourself take care of yourself yeah you know yeah and also if the definition of holiday is not working or that's part of it that can even be mentally working or emotionally working it's like just take a break and i think 
one of the challenges for me, like you were talking about, is, you know, I get a little more depressed when the winter starts showing up and the days get shorter. There's not as much light. And also with the pressure of the holidays, what are you going to do? And I can really start beating myself up or getting down on myself that I'm single and I don't know what I'm doing this year. And that's all right. You know, and I, I think it's important, like you said, to give yourself a break, allow yourself, even if you're feeling those feelings, you know, it's like I'm beating myself up for beating myself up. It's like it could go yeah, on it forever. Doesn't help. Yeah. So it's like, all right, you know, I'm not feeling that great. I don't know what I'm doing. Let me try and do something I enjoy, like to get a nice dinner or to go and buy myself a gift or to do something that I enjoy doing in the winter time. Like for me, it's skiing. Like I really want to go skiing this year. I haven't been skiing in years and I've really been focused on it a lot more. So I, I think it's about trying to focus on what your own personal definition of the holidays is and then just going for it. Do you wrap your own gifts and put them under your tree and not tell yourself what it is until the next morning? Well, that's when I've had a tree. I'm not doing the tree this year. Um, a bush or whatever. Yeah. No, I mean, I've had a tree in the past. I kind of like it. Yeah. You know, I just like the whole sort of celebration of it. Um, and have I done that? No, I haven't gone as far <laughs> to do like a Stuart Smalley Christmas where you're like, gosh, darn it. I deserve a present. No, I, I don't do anything like that. But even, you know, to go and, you know, see what sales are going on, see if I can find something, you know, that I'd like to get for myself or, you know, I enjoy giving gifts as well. Yeah. I don't give a lot out but when i do yeah that makes me happy i we i think we talked about this on the creativity episode i really get creative with gifts and cards sometimes and wrapping them and mm. i really enjoy it i like making it sort of like an experience mm. of somebody when they're opening it and seeing what i got them you know yeah that's nice the other thing that i'm trying to do for myself because i do use the end of the year now again given that everything is so magnified besides the obvious just the holidays it's the fact that there is this the um, symbolism of the year coming to a close and something ending and something else beginning is I shockingly get very introspective I know that's really hard to believe for anybody who knows me wait is your name Callie <laughs> um, but I I'm trying I'm going to try this year not to look at you know December like from now until um, the end of the year as an ending but yet just another part of the calendar so it's all like in one continuum flow rather than an end in a beginning somehow that feels it, it's there's a finiteness and an abruptness that hasn't really served me very well so I'm going to try a new tack this year and see if that works I think yeah Does that like, make sense yeah keep it light yeah, keep. I'll try to keep it exactly. Keep it light. Um, I am going to actually have some really fun plans for New Year's this year, which again, plenty of years where I don't and I don't even bother and I sort of, you know, hide a little bit on New Year's, mm -hmm. uh, and that won't be the case this year. But I also think just emotionally and psychologically, I'm going to try to just look at it as part of a continuum, just uh, rather than the last page in the calendar that gets ripped out before you have to buy a new one. Yeah. You know. Yeah. See how I'll see. We'll see how that goes. I'll keep you posted. I like that you're trying something new. You know, it's all about kind of evolving and making changes and and seeing how certain things are old and you need to throw them away and try new things, new ideas, new experiences, and to sort of welcome the new. You know, it's like the more open I am to the universe, the more the universe is open to me. And it's like I just experience like something that maybe I'm not even thinking of right now while we're talking. Um, but you remind me, maybe I'll just try and be a little more open and cause I have felt like I have to sort of figure out the holidays or what am I going to do? And it's more about maybe I'm just going to go with it. 
I've really, I've, yeah, I've been trying to do that over the last few weeks and really enjoyed it. I've also had a lot of, you know, I had a Hanukkah party. I've had a lot of um, family events and gatherings and I do really, and I've been really enjoying that. And uh, it is nice to, you know, when you're in a place like New York City, which I often feel like I've really outgrown and am perpetually trying to escape yeah. on some level to quieter, more spacious places. Yeah. But when I'm here, uh, which is often, I'm really trying to embrace all of that. Like you said, I literally on the way here tonight, you know, stuck my nose in a Christmas tree on the street and, yeah. you know, I've talked to a few Santas along the way. Strangely, I've met a few Santas, which is really surprised. I thought there was just one. Yeah. Um, Wait, there's only there's only one Santa, right? <laughs> this is for our, uh, we'll have to make sure that there's an age limit to our listeners on right. the show. And just even taking in the windows on Fifth Avenue and just the spirit of things. I still, you know, the tree, Rockefeller Center, all the things that are a little bit, might fe- seem a little trite and cliche and touristy, yeah. kind of give you a, a fun excuse to participate and do exactly that. Yeah. You know, it's like how many times as a New Yorker do you go to the Empire State Building? Yeah. But it's kind of a nice thing to do. That's true. That's true. It's a good point. It's like we make fun of tours sometimes, yeah. but sometimes they're having the most fun I because know. they're remembering to do all the touristy stuff that maybe we don't take the time to do. So it's a good reminder. I wanted to talk about sort of how the holidays have a very religious connotation to it all. That's sort of the background for most holidays as far as, you know, this time of year with Christmas and Hanukkah. But also, I think that, like we've, I've talked about on the show before, there's a difference between religion and spirituality. Definitely. And so sometimes when I hear people talk about one holiday versus another or what they like and don't like, that's fine. You know, they're allowed to their opinion. For myself, I just try and find the positive in it all. I mean, it's like, how can I find any, or how can I criticize any holiday where it's, there's like bright lights all around? I mean, it's like, how many times during the year do I see bright lights at night that kind of light up the city and make it special and make it like a good feeling for that time of year, especially in the winter. So for me, I try and focus more on the spirituality of it, on the spirit of it, the essence of it, just the basic positive feeling and mood and vibe of it all. I also think, and you, you, I think you alluded to this earlier, to that point, there's also a sense of innocence on some level. It kind of gives you an excuse to put your whatever wryness or cynicism on, you know, aside yeah. and kind of play along. Again, if it's, if you're doing it gratuitously or from, you know, the pressure of what society's telling you, maybe not so much. Yeah. But, you know, all of us can pretty easily, with just one quick little split decision, become kids again and really see the wonder in all of it and appreciate it, whether it's the religion, the spirituality, the, the sense of family, the, you know, the spectacle of lights and Christmas trees and all of that, you know, I mean, there yeah. is just a, it's, it's another, um, it's just a reminder to kind of, I think, trip you into back into that, that mindset. Yeah. You know? Yeah. There are certain things I love though, like a Christmas story, you know, yeah. they play it 24 hours a day yeah, and it's I a usually, wonderful life. Well, and I usually watch a Christmas story at least once, like fully through love that movie. And yeah, it's a wonderful life is always a classic to watch, but even the specials, like I remember when my brother and I were kids, like we'd take a bath, get into our PJs and watch like Rudolph the red nosed reindeer. Oh and that was a big deal. Oh yeah. And I remember my brother got in trouble and he couldn't watch the special that night. And I was, ta- and I talked my mom 
mom into him being able to watch Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer because it was like once a year. Yeah. I'm like, mom, you got to let him watch it, you know. But it's like, yeah, I love those old animations and just different things. And then this year they've done a lot of specials. You know what I was watching last night? The what? Sound of Music. Yeah, it's such a beautiful story. I have not watched that movie in 20 years, maybe 30 years. And I watched it as an adult and I was like, what a special movie. I mean, this is a classic. Not only the songs, but just, you know, the 60s and how they film movies back then. There was such a warmth on film because it wasn't digital. And just seeing Julie Andrews as a young woman, it was just beautiful. That's how I felt when I saw Frosty the Snowman again as an adult. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I joke, but there is like a diff there. It does take you back. Yeah. And also from an adult mind, and I use that term very, very loosely when talking about you and I, there's also, um, there's a different. We are pretend adults. <laughs> we sound very good, but if you only knew us. <laughs> Rob's voice hasn't changed yet. So that's. No, we're right. still waiting on that. <laughs> when I was in kindergarten, I was like, hey, give me the crayons. I want that Play Doh. <laughs> Uh, now I completely lost my train of thought. Um, but there is something, you know, when you look at something from an adult mind and you can still see the wonder and something kind of transcends generations, yeah. it's yeah. really pretty precious when that happens with, you know, certain iconic films or shows or musicals or whatever. Yeah. It's almost like, you know, you just really easily or easier get in touch with that little kid in you. And it's like you can just enjoy the holidays sometimes rather than get caught up in moving to our head and overthinking it and falling into sort of that feeling of all the pressure of it. So I think it's a, a good reminder for everybody. Just, you know, maybe try and do some of those things you did when you were a kid. Mm. Maybe that'll help you mm. enjoy it more. Even if you're alone, you know, look on on cable and see if there's some movie that you haven't seen in a while around the Christmas time that you like. That's a really nice idea. I think um, it, it kind of ties I'm back. I'm full of them sometimes. I know you are. You're really good. Today you're doing great. <laughs> you're, you're, you're like, this is a really good quota. day for you. <laughs> <laughs> I just think it's uh, nice just to circle back to where we started with the show, which is really, because we like to think that maybe there's a little bit of a takeaway in our conversations beyond just, um, you know, just uh, shooting the shit, as we like to say. Um but I think that it's it's important then to really try to enjoy it for what it is. Try not to put too much pressure on it, um, them, it, the holidays, Christmas, etc. Uh, and really try to do something nice for yourself and find the love for the people around you. And if there's people that you're not so crazy about, try to limit your time or, you know, the the um, create some boundaries so that you're really not doing anything that's really um, uncomfortable for you. Well, and I think that's part of choosing what you want to do for the holidays. Yeah. You know, everyone has their own personal feeling of what they want to do. Maybe you don't want to interact with some people. Maybe they've invited you to something. You're like, nah, thanks. You know, happy new year to you. I've done that and I felt good about it. You know, it's like I can choose who I want to be around. And that's a something I've learned in life is that, you know, I have the power of choice and I can make my own decisions about what I want to do and what I don't want to do. And most importantly, I don't have to be ashamed or feel guilty about it. You know, I can't please everybody all the time with everything. And it's about really trying to take care of myself and have some fun. So that's fine. The same thing applies. Actually, I wanted to ask you this as I'm thinking about it, because I went through this conversation with myself today, uh -huh. which is what about gift giving when it's kind 
kind of a little on the obligatory side. Like it's somebody in you know in your who, who's not a, um, a friend or family member, but you work with them, or they work in your building, or there's some peripheral relationship. Yeah, you know, it's somebody who does your hair, or somebody who cleans your house. Yeah. Uh, well, maybe that's not a good example because those people are you know more integral to your lives. But you know what I mean? Those people that are kind of on the outside of the orbit. How do you handle? those gifts do you do the shoulds or do you do the wants well here's the thing i'm going to say something and i'm going to let everybody that person's not listening right no but i'm going to say something and i'm going to let everybody know that this is a challenge for me but giving a gift for me is really about me giving the gift not about the person what they think about it or anything else it's really about me getting the joy out of just giving them something so i usually try and give gifts to people that i care about and to where um, you know, I feel like they'll, they'll appreciate it. Um, it's funny cause I have a client who had to give gifts to a lot of colleagues that she has. She works with an agency and she had a list of people at the agency and we actually went through all the gifts and we found that she was over giving. Mm. And I said to her, you're just giving them too much. It's too much stuff. You don't have to do that much. It was a lot of people pleasing that she was doing and she didn't even realize she was doing. She just wanted everyone there to really enjoy the gifts. But a lot of it was them liking her. It, it was about business for next year. She wanted them to like her enough to where she could get enough business or more business next year. And I said to her, it's not about the results of giving the gift. It's about you just giving the gift. And then she was able to pare it down and just get it down to some really nice gifts and as it turned out they really enjoyed it i was going through it today because um well first of all it gets expensive because i've been in executive positions where there was a precedent that was sort of uh, set before i got into the job yeah uh where our previous boss was very very generous and i felt obligated to do the same and it's not that i didn't want to give gifts but there was a a level you know to which these gifts were you know the the fanciness factor and it was really expensive. Um, it made me happy to do it. And I like that it brought that. And also they, everybody worked really hard and deserved to get something a little, you know, special. Right. Um, but it was tough. Yeah. It was a tough, you know, it was a tough for, um, dynamic for me with myself. Yeah. Um, and even now today I, I have uh, many, in the building I work in, there's easily 15 or 20 people regularly on staff. Yeah. And some of them I don't know. Some of them are really new to the building. It's it's yeah. expensive. It's something that a lot of people just can't do. So I try to make things or at least offer a really nice sentiment in a card or make cookies or something like that um, just because otherwise it gets kind of endless. Well, also, you go down with your karaoke machine and you just do karaoke <laughs> for a couple hours and sing them tunes, which I think is really sweet, Callie. I think it's really nice you do that and you're getting practice with your singing. So That's why all of them quit last Christmas. They're like, this woman, Callie, when is she going to shut up? No, I think, uh, no, you're right. I have the same thing in my building. We have a whole list of people and there's a lot of people and most of them I know. And, you know, I try and, you know, just give them all something nice for the holiday. Well, on that note, you're my gift. You're my gift, you're too. You're my greatest gift. Happy holidays, Callie <laughs> Alpert. Happy I love holidays. you. I love you, too. Happy holidays, everybody. Thanks for joining us. Uh, we wish you all, you and your families, all joy, health, and happiness for the holiday season. And thanks for joining us. Happy holidays, everybody. Take care. Enjoy.